You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. So there was a lot that the market had to digest today to settle on a landing position. And the landing position was 1.08% higher at 79,011 points. So this wasn't actually the high of the day. The JSC was actually higher at one point as it digested the host of corporate earnings that did come from the mining sector, from the financial services sector. We had Distal also dropping its numbers. There was quite a lot. But of course, the overall arching theme was uh, what was happening elsewhere in the world, like in the U.S., where we saw uh, technology stocks doing uh, crazy things that uh, ended up uh, resulting in uh, positive things for markets. We've got John Kynes, the uh, client strategist at RMB, for more on this. John, thanks so much for your time. I know your focus is the rand, but I'd just like your, uh, your um, thoughts on uh, the technology rally or the latest one that we are seeing right now with those stocks going higher and what the overall or broader message of this uh, positive vibe in technology stocks could be? Yeah, so it it fits very much into the global theme. So we we came into the year negative about US growth, global growth. Uh, That at least meant interest rate pressures were easing, equities were doing okay in that environment. And then we've all been shocked by this very, very strong U.S. data for, for January. The payrolls report, CPR, PPR, retail sales has pushed uh, expectations of U.S. rates higher. So it's not just in the, in the tech space. You're noting a little bit of a rally there, but it's been turmoil across global markets. And honestly, I think most people are having to reassess their views on the outlook for 2023 after this year's data. All right. So remind us, what was your initial view and what is your now reassessed view uh, following the much stronger than expected U.S. data we've seen in the recent while? So our view at RMB is that the dollar, uh, the view was that the dollar would weaken and our view still is the dollar would weaken. So if you look at most bank expectations, we obviously look at all the global banks and what they're thinking to help formulate our own views. Uh, what you see is that the consensus view was that U.S. recession would go into recession in the third quarter. Now the consensus seems to be that's just delayed. Uh, the U.S. economy is weakening, but it's not as far advanced as we thought it would be. So the expectation is now that the U.S. will go into recession only in the fourth quarter. Um, if, you, if you're consistent with that view that the U.S. is slowing down, European data is continuing to improve. That still looks like it's uh, a recipe for a weak dollar, a reversal of the dollar gains of 2022. So dollar would weaken, and that remains our core view in thinking that dollar rand will go to 1660 at the end of the year. Sure, 1660. So Yeah, it's not as far away as you think. Huh? No, no, uh, but... We but, were there but, in... We were there in uh, when was it? Early January, right? We're at 1680. So the, the markets can move quickly. Uh, the rand's called the rattlesnake for a reason. It can, can turn quickly on the No, I'm loving it because that means December hmm. could be a lot better if people are, if, if, if you know, if we do our proper planning uh, to, to, to save up for a holiday in which we do need to exchange some, some rands for dollars, that is. But, but uh, John, I, I, I want to know, you, so you say U.S. goes into a recession the fourth quarter of this year. What takes it there? Uh, it's just simply the natural economic cycle. Uh, 
too much stimulus in 2020-2021, very rapid rate of growth, high inflation, Fed has to hike very aggressively to, to slow down growth, and it's just the natural course of the business cycle that the, the economy will slow as time progresses. Okay. What does a hike or raise interest rates very aggressively mean? What does that look like? Because prior to all this really strong uh, economic data that was released from the U.S. recently in terms of the jobs numbers still growing, in terms of Americans still still shopping and not dropping, the interest rate decision that happened in January, I heard a few people saying that that was the last coming out of, uh, coming out of the U.S. So now what yeah. is what, 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 what changes? Now, yeah, so hopefully it wasn't me telling you it was the last. Um, <laughs> it could have you know, been. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, well, coming into the year, we thought, yeah, 25 from the Fed in Jan, maybe one more 25 in March, and you know, post, uh, post the Fed, the market was passing a little bit more than one hike. Uh, in the past three weeks, the market has pushed up and now is fully pricing three 25 base point hikes from the Fed. So, no, not not quite, but almost uh, priced in an extra 50 base points, another two hikes. Um, again, you know, just how, uh, just one data point was really the payrolls figure just changed everything in financial markets. And again, just the dominance of the U.S. in the global financial system. You know, the strong data out of the U.S. just upends everything. Mm-hmm. What then does that mean for what everyone else does? Uh, how does that change your view of what the South African Reserve Bank does, the European Central Bank, the Bank of England even maybe? Yeah, so, so if we start with the Saab, um, again, we, we had thought, you know, the hike in, in Jan, we thought one more 25 base points in March. Uh, since then, we've obviously had that upward shift in the Fed curve that you spoke about and significant brand weakness, which adds to inflation pressure. And then also don't forget our last uh, local CPI print where food prices uh, jumped again, presumably because of load share. Um, so, look, the, there is more pressure on domestic interest rates. Our house view remains for a final 25 in March, uh, but the market is now starting to toy with the idea that high 25 in March and another 25 thereafter. Uh, also, in our view, what, what has happened is the, the data um, affirms that the solid is not going to be cutting rates anytime soon. So our house view is only for the first rate cut of the cycle to come next year. Okay. And uh, a quick one, just in terms of other central bankers, I mean, the ECB, the BOE, uh, any any major change there? Uh, so, so not much. It's, well, uh, yeah, a, a, little, a little bit of a different story. So Eurozone data has also been good. Uh, in fact, uh, the Eurozone data started to improve well before the U.S. Now we go back to August, you see if we listen to one of our recordings, we'd have been talking about low churning in Europe, a long and prolonged and deep US Eurozone recession. Uh, but the Eurozone got through winter without low churning. The data is looking more positive. Uh, surprise, surprise, I would have never have thought this, but it looks like the Eurozone is going to avoid recession. So strong data out of the Eurozone also putting more pressure on the ECB to hike rates. Their curve is not pushing up quite as much as the US, 
uh, but it is also pushing higher. All right. Okay. John, I got to go, but I can't go uh, before uh, finding out if there was any reaction in the market to the uh, surprise. I don't know if it was a surprise, but a surprise, the surprise exit of Andre Dereta overnight from the CEO chair. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any. Um, I, I guess the market was thinking, look, he's going to go anyway, so it doesn't really change things. Uh, the market arguably has been a lot more focused, as it should be, on the budget, a relatively good budget. Um, and so our bond yields there, you know, it's, it's looking better on the, on the rate front. And we may even have seen foreigners buying into the domestic bond market which may not sound like big news, but they've been selling consistently for the past month. So even small net purchases of our local bonds would be would be a change in the trade. All right. Okay. Good to know. Now I can go. Uh, John, okay. thanks so much for your time. Uh, John Cairns, he's the client strategist at RMB. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.